Hey, what's up? Hello. We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I'm your host, Justin Michael. Excited to be back after a couple of days off. It's the off season. Trying to take advantage of it before we get into full swing in July and this training camp and all of that begins. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I could not be more excited for it. Just trying to you know, kind of take advantage every now and then, live life a little bit. I'm, uh, I'm in the process of moving in with my girlfriend. Um, you know, I, I post my puppy on on Twitter. He's a, he's a lot. Black Lab Mix, about one years old. Um, absolutely dominates my life. I was joking on the phone the other day. You know, I, I'm i in charge of nothing. Like, you know, the king of the house or whatever, king of the castle. I am, like, fifth in line. It's my girlfriend, then my girlfriend again. She gets, like, the top two spots. Then Indy takes the next like two or three. He he should probably be number one. He basically gets whatever he wants. He's so freaking spoiled. And then it's me way down at the bottom. And uh, that's okay. You know, I'm I'm super happy. I, I love my life. I love my job. Um, coming off of a great weekend. You know, a lot of you that that followed the DNVR crew saw that we actually had a DNVR wedding at Canvas Stadium. Brandon Spano, our CEO and founder, married his sweetheart Lindsay. And she also works within the company, takes care of all kinds of important stuff behind the scenes. I mean, we literally couldn't function without her. She's basically, I don't want to say the sole reason, but one of the biggest reasons that, you know, people like me were able to keep their jobs during the pandemic. And so I'm really grateful to both both of them. You know, I I absolutely love DNVR. It was, it was really cool to see them get, to get married. It was fun to be there with all of my friends. I don't know. It's just been it's been such a long, like two years at this point. It was, it was really good to be one back inside Canvas Stadium because you know the only other time I'd been back in there was for the Border War, which was obviously you know a great memory. It was it was great to see CSU finally bring the bronze boot back home. But it was also just such a weird night. I've I've made this exact point like twenty times, so I won't dive into it. But it it just sucks that the Ram fans weren't able to experience that in person. So it was good to be you know like back in the stadium and. Good vibes, seeing people smiling. Uh, my man DJ Zimbo was the the DJ that you may recognize him from CSU basketball games. It was just great, you know. It was great to see people smiling. It was great to see the bust people having to admit that Canvas Stadium is absolutely gorgeous. People like RK Henry, uh, Harrison Alley. I mean, half of our company is made up of bust people. You gotta, you guys gotta understand. I'm I'm fighting the good fight here when it comes to representing the Rams. But Lindsay, thank God, is a Ram through and through, and so. The wedding was in Fort Collins, and it was just an absolute blast. It was, it was really cool. Um, enough about my personal life, though. I just kind of wanted to explain the the brief hiatus. Today, we are going to be talking Chauncey Billups and Becky Hammond. Both are finalists for the Portland Trailblazers head coaching vacancy. Really exciting stuff. I mean, when we're talking about the upper echelon of Colorado sports royalty, those two are, are firmly in the conversation. I mean... Becky Hammond is, I think, the greatest basketball player to ever come through Colorado State, men or women. I mean, I, I don't even know how you argue that at this point. There have been some really talented people, but she's one of the top 15 WNBA players of all time. She's arguably one of the greatest college basketball players of all time, just like period, not just Rams, point blank period, just an absolute baller. And then you know, Chauncey is Chauncey, the king of Park Hill. Obviously went to see you. We don't hold that against him. But, 
I mean, I'm a, I'm a Nuggets guy through and through. I'm going to talk about all of it. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about just kind of the context, whether, you know, should CSU fans be rooting against Chauncey Billups? You know, what if you're a Nuggets fan as well? Going to talk about just the situation in Portland and whether it's a, a good gig for a first-time NBA head coach, whether, you know, I view view it as a, a championship contender in the next couple of years. It's just a lot of factors to dive into. Before we get into all of that, you guys, it's stressful trying to buy a house right now. If you've attempted this process, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The housing market is crazy in Colorado. Let Mike and Virginia Chevalier take this burden off the extremely difficult process. They'll alleviate so much stress and take that worry off of your plate. Chevalier Mortgage's ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind and with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. They have a fun perk for DNVR listeners. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Mike and Virginia are proud DNVR members. They're CSU alums, and they're going to work nights and weekends to make sure their clients are getting the best loan for their situation. Again, visit dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt, get set up with a free consultation, or give my guy Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472. Tell him Justin from DNVR Rams sent you. That's 970-412-2472. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, all right, all right. Before I jump into this, I do want to warn you guys, my puppy is laying at my feet. You might hear some rustling or something weird in the background. If that happens, you're not going crazy. It's just my pupper's making a little bit of noise. He's got a, I, I had to go away for a couple of days and he is just attached to the hip now that I'm back. Such a loving guy. I, God, I love that dog so much. But I, I wanted to give you guys a fair warning. You might hear something a little bit weird in the background at some point, and that's probably him, I don't know, chasing his own reflection or a fly or something. He's got just absurd energy. Anyways, Becky Hammond and Chauncey Billups, two greats from CSU and CU. You know, I actually tweeted that it's the Rocky Mountain Showdown, but it isn't really because this is one of those rare situations where I think just sports fans in general would be happy to see either of these people, you know, land the the head coaching position in Portland. Two of the most respected alums from either CSU or CU both make local hoops fans extremely proud. And, you know, they're both really popular as they should be. There's no doubt in my mind that both of them will be head coaches in the NBA in the very near future. I mean, there's a chance that both of them get hired this offseason even, but within the next couple of years for sure, I would be willing to to place a a pretty hefty wager on on them being head coaches. They're just they're brilliant. I mean, they say they see the way, oh my goodness, they see the game in ways that most people don't. I mean, they're kind of those alpha type personalities. They just absolutely command respect. I mean, growing up as a Nuggets fan watching you know, Chauncey Billups, or even like going back to those, you know, 03, 04 Detroit Pistons, which in my opinion, if we're talking about, you know, offensively skilled teams, probably the least talented offensive team 
of the last 25, 30 years to win an NBA championship. That Detroit team was built on defense, grit, and making smart plays. And Chauncey was the quarterback that made all of that possible. Obviously comes over to Denver, helps, you know, teach Melo like kind of what it takes to be a winner. They go on to make the Western Conference Finals lose to the Lakers in 09. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, start thinking about the Anthony Carter pass all again. That that will forever be, it's like up there with the Raheem Moore play on the Broncos where it's just so hard for me to stomach. Like those two, the Gabriel Landeskog uh, offsides call against San Jose State, or not San Jose State, against the San Jose Sharks a couple of years ago. Those those type of brutal sports losses that just stick with you. But I mean, if you if you ever followed Chauncey Billups, it was just clear to see like he was a guy that did things the right way. He was a leader. He was extremely talented. You know, he obviously has the frame to play in the NBA about 6'3", but it wasn't like, you know, he was a physically imposing athlete or anything like that. Like, Chauncey made his living by being smarter, by being a better facilitator, by being the field general out there. And that's what's going to make him such a tremendous coach. I mean, he was basically a player coach when he was playing anyways. And the thing that I just, you know, bragged about Chauncey for the last couple of minutes, but you can say a lot of those same things about Becky. As I already said, she is considered one of the the best players in WNBA history, 16 years in the league, eight seasons with San Antonio, another eight for the New York Liberty. In terms of WNBA history, she ranks second in free throw percentage, fourth in three-point field goals made, fifth in assists, 12th in total points, 12th in games played, 15th in free throws made, 15th in total minutes, and 19th in field goal made. She ended her career as the Stars all-time leader in assists, points per game, and three-point field goals made. She was selected as one of the WNBA's top 20 at 20, which was an honor given to the 20 greatest and most influential players in the league's history. She was voted one of the top 15 players all time in 2011. She was a two-time first-team all-selection multiple second teams as well, just six-time All-Star. Like, I, I could just go on and on. Led the Stars to their only WNBA Finals appearance in franchise history. And that's not even talking about everything that she accomplished at CSU. I mean, multiple NCAA tournament runs, uh, the 1999 Naismith Award winner, a three-time All-American. Like, Becky is a bucket. She's been a bucket her entire life. And it's about time that she gets the job, you know, she lands a head coaching gig. She's spent the last six seasons as an assistant in San Antonio. She has been coaching longer than Chauncey got promoted to the front of the bench in 2018. Over the last six years, she's coached the summer league team three times, actually won the championship in 2015. The first time she ever did it. And I just love that. Cause it was a situation where, you know, she, she got to coach the summer league team and a lot of people were like, Oh yeah, it's cool. But like, what is she going to do? Is she actually going to be able to lead this men, lead these men? And it was clear her first time ever, they go out and win it all. They win the summer league championship. And it's not like summer league. It is, is, you know, a, a time where you get to do all kinds of preparation. You get to work with your team. I mean, it kind of just, you know, you have the draft and then like basically a month and a half later, you're in summer league. There's not a lot of coordinated practices as a, as a unit before that. So a lot of it is just kind of coaching on the fly and getting a read for these players and kind of trying to make it up as you go. She was able to do that right off the bat. Everybody that's ever talked about Becky Hammond, whether it's other NBA players, whether it's Greg Popovich, 
they have nothing but greatness. You know, they have nothing but great things to say about her. They're like, she just is brilliant. She sees the game in such a different way than everyone else. And at the end of the day, like, hooping is hooping. And NBA players are going to respect Becky because she commands that respect. Look, I I don't want to downplay the significance of what would be the first female head coach in NBA history because that would obviously be significant. And I mean, it, it would be monumental progress. And a lot of attention comes with that. I think it's a really tough situation. I mean, we even kind of joked about it, me and you know some of the other local media members, when Eustacey was out and they were in the hiring process and you know it, it was reported that CSU did reach out to Becky Hammond and based on everything that I've been told, you know, they did, but we were joking around. We were like, CSU wouldn't even be able to handle it if Becky Hammond got the job. Like, could you imagine the media attention, the amount of people that would be filling Moby's tiny little press row? I mean, it would have been anarchy. Like, I think there's a little small part of the the media relations team that's probably, like, thankful that she had no interest in the job just because of the media circus that would have ensued. And it's going to be no different in the NBA. I mean, probably even more so just because the attention on the league is obviously much, much greater than it is on a you know, middle of the pack Mountain West program over the last couple of years. And I'm not saying not to take a shot. It's just where CSU was at when Nico got the job. I mean, really, they were down, but they had a couple of years, good years before that. Anyways, my my point through all of this is I understand that it's going to be really significant when she ultimately lands a job, and it should be. I mean, it's it's a big, big deal. But I also want to make it clear, like, this isn't a situation where, you know, I want it to be like, Becky should get hired because it's just time that we have a female head coach. It is absolutely time that we have a female head coach, but Becky should get a job because she's a damn good coach because she's an incredible basketball mind because she's a brilliant human being male or female. She is one of the most qualified individuals that any NBA team could hire to lead their franchise point blank period. And I just don't want that to get lost throughout this entire situation. Like, yeah, it's, it's, all of it is great and, and progress is great and it's encouraging to see. And, you know, Don Staley, she's also in the conversation, the South Carolina coach for some of the NBA gigs. All of this is great. I mean, forever we've seen males coaching females. You know, why can't it be the opposite? If they're a basketball mind, if they understand the game, they command respect, bring them in. Don Staley, one of the greatest female hoopers I've ever seen. She's much like, you know, Becky Hammond in that regard. But I also just don't want it to be a thing where we, I don't know, like undervalue the, them as coaches and it just kind of becomes a, a situation where it's like, oh, it's cute. We finally got a good, you know, we finally got a female coach. How cute? No, they're just damn good basketball coaches. Look, at the end of the day, if you get the Greg Popovich seal of appro- approval, I think you're probably pretty dang good. Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Tony Parker, Manny Ginobili. Have you heard what he has to say about Nikola Jokic? She raves about him. If Pop respects you, if Pop values your opinion, which it's clear that he does, I mean, when when Pop doesn't coach, it's Becky that takes over for him. You know, when he has to miss an event for, you know, Tim Duncan's Hall of Fame event, or if he gets, you know, rung early just because he loves to, to shit talk the refs. I, I love Greg Popovich. Um, I, I honestly, you know, I'd rather see Becky take over in San Antonio than land the Portland job. If we're being completely honest, I won't be upset if Becky gets hired because of everything that I just said. It's time. And we don't really know how much longer, you know, Papa's going to coach. It could be a couple of years still. 
when we're talking about quality franchises, though, and I do think this is something that all coaches should consider, the San Antonio Spurs are one of the best-run franchises in all of American sports. They build from within. They make smart financial decisions. They don't get handicapped by players' egos. They just do what it takes to win, and they do so on a small market. I mean, it's it's so incredibly impressive. Up there with the Patriots dynasty in terms of just consistent success, established winning. I'm, I'm a big Spurs fan. I absolutely hated them growing up because they eliminated my Denver Nuggets from the, the postseason on multiple occasions. And because of that, I couldn't really appreciate their brand of basketball when I was a kid, but kind of looking back and just seeing the way they played and, you know, emphasizing team basketball, playing with quality guards, dishing the rock. I mean, Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, it, it doesn't get much better than that. The Admiral David Robinson. I mean, they're just a great franchise. And I think, you know, I think it's a, a position where Becky could kind of come in and the transition would be pretty seamless. They've got a young roster. I mean, they they haven't been great the last couple of years, but I think that the fact that they've been competitive and in the playoff hunt and, you know, even taking the Nuggets to seven games in the playoffs a couple of years ago, I honestly think they've outplayed the talent on that team. And a lot of that comes down to quality infrastructure, great coaching. You know, Pop deserves a ton of credit. Becky, all the other assistants, they deserve a lot of credit as well. You know, maybe you get somebody else young in there. Who knows? Maybe with Becky, you're able to, you know, bring in some different type of free agents that you wouldn't before. Same could be said for Chauncey. But anyways, there are just a lot of reasons I think San Antonio is a a better gig. And I'm actually going to dive into those because as excited as I am for either of these guys to land Portland, and I do think Portland is a good spot for a first-time head coach, and I'll explain that in a second, um, they're pretty hamstrung by some of the contracts that they have on that roster. And I don't know. I just, I wonder if their championship window has closed already. Anyways, going to get into all of that before I do though. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but America's top rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends, my family, everyone has been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. All you gotta do is pick any basketball team that's still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook has offers and great promotions on baseball, hockey, golf, you name it, they have it. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. All you gotta do is bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. And if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's with the promo code DNVR. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Wager paid out in site credits, restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Also want to shout out Solace Meds. That's right, we've partnered with a premier dispensary for you guys to get some smoking hot deals with. Solace Meds has four convenient Colorado locations. One in Fort Collins off of College, they've got one in Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, and one just blocks away from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. They've got some absolutely banging deals the entire month of June. 
Here's a few to look forward to. 15% off all gold shelf concentrates, 20% off all Iwana tinctures and tarts. They've got 25% off all Blues Brothers joint packs, 20% uh, off all Keep Cola products, 25% off all Dixie products. My man Eric Weedham, aka D-Line, swears by them. They're doing some weekly vendor pop-ups in June. If you head into the Wheat Ridge location, you can get a free Solace Bar or King Cone when you mention the code DNVR20. That's right, you're gonna get 20% off your entire order, plus a free Solace Bar and King Cone. I mean, you're literally losing money by not taking advantage of Solace Med's banging deals, especially if you partake in said activities. Remember, you can get 25 or 20% off your entire purchase with the code DNVR20 at checkout. Solace Meds makes your cannabis shopping experience a delight. Head to their website, view their menu, order online, and just pick up at your convenience. That's S-O-L-A-C-E-Meds.com. Purchase from there. And again, use DNVR20 to save 20% off your entire order. All right. You love it. You love it. You love it. Remember, guys, supporting our partners is a way of supporting us. You know, we already talked about Becky and Chauncey, what's going to make them terrific head coaches someday, why they're both so respected in the field. You know, I think most basketball fans locally are, are rooting for nothing but success for both of them. The one thing we do need to consider, though, is, is Portland actually a good job? And I thought about this in a lot of different ways. And ultimately, I think yes for a first-time head coach because... You have one of the top five players in the NBA and Damian Lillard. You know, Dame alone is enough to keep your job for you, as we saw with Terry Stotts. Like, that dude just survived everything. And it was because they were always, you know, they were always a playoff contender. They're always going to be in it. They're going to get some big wins because of Dame. I just, I don't know if I view them as a championship contender. And, and that's no disrespect to Damian Lillard or even, you know, CJ McCollum. You know, CJ's terrific in the mid-range game. I, I love the way I love the way he plays, honestly. Melo, I mean, one of my favorite players of all time, one of the best ISO scorers to ever touch the court. Even Yusuf Nurkic, who, I'll be honest, I absolutely hate that dude, but he guards Jokic about as well as anybody in the NBA. And that's just being realistic. I know that sounds crazy to say, considering he fouled out in all those games. He's a very skilled big. I mean, Jokic is on another level, and I can't stand the way that he quit on Denver, but... They're all good players. The thing about this Portland team is they just they have no chemistry. I mean, it's a lot of one-on-one -on, -one on offense. Their defensive approach is laughable. I mean, they basically live and die by Dame. And that's really just not that sustainable. I mean, he did lead them to the Western Finals once, but other than that, their ceiling historically tends to be about the second round. Like, maybe Lillard shoots his way through the first round, but ultimately you... you you're just going to run into teams that are too deep, that are too skilled, that play better, that play with better continuity. And, you know, obviously better coaching would help that. You could get a, a different philosophy in there. But ultimately, like, we've kind of seen what Portland is at this point. And as good as Lillard is, and he's absolutely one of my favorite players in the NBA. I want to make that extremely clear. This is not me bashing on Dame. You know, I, I think his commitment to Portland is super admirable. I really hope we don't see him go back on that and force his way out with a trade. Like, you know, he's been one of those guys that talks a lot of shit about the other players in the league for forming super teams. He's like, that's soft, that's weak. I'm going to build it here in Portland. 
And all of that's extremely admirable. I mean, that's exactly what people in Denver are hoping happens with Jokic. Like, we want him to be our Tim Duncan. It's so nice to see legitimate superstars, top five players in the league, committed to their teams in small markets. It just hasn't happened. Like, I freaking love Damian Lillard. But he can't win it by himself. If he could, he would have at this point. I mean, we've already... We've seen what this team's ceiling is, and I just... I don't know, man. He's 30 years old. He just turned 30. It's not like the league is getting any easier from here. I mean, we've seen just a massive influx of of young talent. I mean, you look at across the league right now, you've got people like Luka Doncic in in Dallas, although there's some reports about whether he'll be with them long term or not. You've got um, you can go to Memphis and and John Moran. Obviously, what Devin Booker is doing in Phoenix is, is really incredible. There's just a lot of really good players around the league. So it's not like this road is getting any easier. He's already 30. And beyond that, I mean, listen to what, listen to what they're going to be paying Damian Lillard over the next four years. In 2021-22, he's going to make just over $39 million. Then it jumps up to just under $43 million. Then it jumps up to just under $46 million. And when Dame is 34 years old and 24 or 25, they're going to be paying him $49 million at 34 years old. Is he going to be the same player in four years? Is he going to be worth that $40 million? I mean, again, if you're Portland, you kind of have to do everything that you could to, to sign him. I don't blame him for giving him that kind of money. But, you know, with the salary cap, it, it really it kind of handcuffs what you can do. It's not like you're in a city that's going to attract desirable free agents in their prime. You know, Melo is one of the best scorers to ever play the game, but Melo, it's like 34-year-old, 35-year-old Melo, probably even older than that. I don't know how old he is off the top of my head. You know, it's not prime Melo that went to Portland. It was Melo that had been washed up and out of the league for a year and a half. You know, it's it's just not a city that's going to attract people. And it sucks that that's, a big part of, you know, how the NBA works, markets and, and all of that. But it's just a reality. I mean, we know how that goes in Denver. We've had to build from within. And, and Portland's a very similar situation. They they found a diamond in the rough in Dame. You know, he's coming out of Weber State, probably overlooked due to the competition that he faced. They're able to draft CJ McCollum. You know, they, they make some nice trades. They acquire Nurkic. But if those three couldn't make it through this year... How are, how are they supposed to make it through in a healthy Western Conference? I mean, Memphis is only getting better with Ja Morant. Phoenix is only getting better with Aiton. And with we'll see if Chris Paul, how long he's there long term. But Devin Booker is a, a bona fide superstar. If Dallas keeps Luka, they're only getting better. Denver's only going to get better with Jamal Murray and MPJ. Like, I just, I don't see it. Like, I don't see how this team... You know, Golden State, they get clay back. Like, there are just so many good teams in the West. If they couldn't even make it out of the first round this year, I don't know. Like, moving forward, I just, I don't view them as a championship contender. All the respect in the world to Dame. And, you know, I I think they'll be a playoff team. I think they'll be, you know, relevant. I don't think it's going to be a dumpster fire or anything like that. And because of that, you know, if you're a first-time head coach, you might get five, six years here just because, you know, you make the playoffs four or five times, but it, it's not really a situation where I think a lot of, you know, like a Rick Carlisle leaving Dallas. I don't think Rick Carlisle would want to go to Portland because he's 
you know, going to be in a position where he wants to contend for a championship right away. And I think Rick Carlisle is an incredible basketball coach. I don't understand Dallas moving on from him at all. I know him and Luca supposedly don't get along and you kind of got to kind of got to pamper Luca as, as much as I love that dude. And he's a hall of fame generational type talent, bit of a diva, a little bit of a diva. You know, he throws a temper tantrum out on the court, kind of a whiner, but he's a star. He is a star. <laughs> like I get, I get it. Um, I just, I don't know, you know, talking about Portland, when you look at the contract situation, when you look at the young talent around the Western conference, I just, I don't view it as a spot where you're going to contend for a title. It's a, it's a good spot to gain experience. You've got Dame at the end of the day. Like I said, he's kind of your erase all. Hopefully you're able to draft well and bring in some young talent to build around him. But at the end of the day, like if you have Damian Lillard healthy for 82 games, you're, you're probably going to be an above 500 team just because that guy is that good. At some point though, they've got to figure it out. They've got to, they've got to figure out how to just play more efficient basketball and I think a lot of it would would help with getting a, a true point guard mind in there, whether it's Becky or or Chauncey, just get a little bit of movement in there. I mean, he's incredible. Like I said, hit, watching him hit shots from 30 feet is an absolute blast. But then you look at the other four guys and they're just standing around. It's a terrible brand of basketball. But that's, you know, my two cents on the situation. That's how I view it. I love Chauncey. I love Becky. Respect the hell out of both. Very much expect both of them to be head coaches within the next couple of seasons, if not this offseason. And I think they're both going to be very successful down the line. I just, I, I don't know how great of a gig Portland is. It's not a bad gig when you have a top five player in the NBA. He'll keep your job for you for a couple of years. But also, like, if you don't get along with Dame, you know, he could kind of either force his way out, which I think contractually might free some things up for you just from a financial perspective, you might have a little bit more flexibility there if you're not paying him $50 million a year at 34 years old. But I don't know. It's just kind of a weird situation in Portland. It's like, it's not a bad gig. It's just not a great gig either. And I, I guess that's why it's open. I mean, if it was a great gig, they probably would have made it further and they would have kept their head coach. So, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. It's, it's a better gig than like Orlando, even though I actually think somebody could go into Orlando and be relatively successful they've got a lot of young intriguing pieces and there's just no expectations down there i mean there's there's definitely some expectations to at least be competitive in portland i mean you can't it won't be a situation where they're where their fans are going to be cool with you know you coming in and tanking or anything like that especially when you're paying damian lillard that much freaking money but it's a weird situation weird weird situation we're obviously rooting for becky i mean it's time for her to get a get a head coaching position whether that's Portland or, or San Antonio down the line or or maybe even elsewhere. It's just clear that she deserves it, and it's time. It is absolutely time. That's all I have for today. We will be back with more content throughout the week. Shout out to everybody that listens to the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Got some fun stuff coming up. I'm doing some collab stuff with Colton Strickler of the Rugby Pod. I actually drafted a roster of all-time Rams to, to build a rugby sevens team. And we did a snake draft, me, Colton, and Scott Nice of the, uh, or niece, excuse me, Scott Nice of the Collegian. And it was just a lot of fun. It was, it was cool. You know, for example, like I have Capri Bibbs on my team, Jack Christensen. You know, it, it was a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. You can check that out on the DNVR rugby feed, as well as I'm going to be doing all the sports. Um, all right, we've already done CSU and CU. 
We're going to do like Broncos, Players, Nuggets, Rockies. It's, it's going to be an absolute blast just doing some fun stuff this summer. That CSU one will also be available in your Rams feed just to make it easy for you guys. So if you like that, make sure you go check out some of the other ones as well. Yeah, become a DNVR member. Can't wait to have the ability to cover the team a little bit more closely again. It's, it's going to be a blast and we're going to do some big things this fall. All right, that's all I have for you. Hope everyone has a good day, good night, whenever you're listening to this. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want.